This is the Industrious Guy Podcast. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing. Do you need something? No. Are you good? Um, you want to um, go? Um, hold on. Oh my god! Remind me later, Why and it st- goes right to the stupid screen. These are stupid. Jokes. Try tonight. There we go. Hold on. This will work. Hmm. Did you find one? We're going. Uh. We're going. We're already. You've already killed me with forty seconds in. Sorry, I'm trying to find a joke. <laughs> well, that's all right. No, I want you to find a joke. No, that that'll be perfect. That's fine. Um, welcome back to the Industrious Guy Podcast. Jax is with me again tonight instead of solo, so that's good. At least I have somebody to talk to tonight. Say hi, Jackson. Hello. Oh, thank you. So, um, Jackson would like to present us with a joke, because that's his, uh, that's the thing he likes to do, um, mm-hmm. when he comes on the show, so, let's rip. What did one toilet say to another? I don't know. You look a little bit flushed. Ooh. Bam! I like it. Do you have, a, like, a website that you go to for horrible jokes? Uh, yeah. Dadjokes.com? No. What is it? I don't know. It's just some random website that has jokes. Well, what do you type in? Just type in funny jokes or just jokes, cheesy jokes. In Google? And then you come up with this crap? Mm-hmm. I like it. And I'm sure everybody else loves it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a topic in mind tonight. Um, it's been a little bit busy. Does this do anything for me? No, this uh, this will go into the computer once we're done. Oh, and transfer the file. Oh, okay, okay. So we're good there. I just need power to that thing. Oh. Um, we do have. It is exciting because I mean we're unfortunately, and you know what? It's probably better that um, I didn't get all the equipment because I probably would still be setting that up till about midnight. Yeah. And it would probably have been a disaster. Yeah. Um, one thing for the Industrious Guy podcast, we are recording to you from a new camera because I learned, mm-hmm. as I told you earlier, um, my camera that we were using, only although lasts. it was good, yes. only lasts for 29 minutes. It's a good picture camera. 29 minutes and 50 seconds. Well, it's a great recording camera too. Yeah. But, um, but if you go over 29 minutes and 50 seconds... It shuts down because it overheats. Hmm. So the last two podcasts, and I think we had one prior as well. That yeah. was like 35 minutes or something like that. So we ended up having um, multiple podcasts now that we put up on, you know, when they're audio only and you're listening to them, they're yeah. fine. Because the audio is all there because this thing doesn't have a limit. I, actually, it does have a limit. Um, 40, I think 48 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, as far as the memory card. I think if I change out the memory card in this, I think I could get more out of it. Uh Uh-huh. But um, 
Uh, but we, we, you know, we've never gone over that. And I, every time I download out of here into the computer or whatever, then I erase the files cause I don't need them anymore cause they're on the hard drive. So, yeah. um, I just keep reusing the, this, this card over and over again, but the video was only lasting 29 minutes and 50 seconds. And so it was cutting off on us. So we weren't getting that last few minutes of the video. Now, the chances of somebody actually watching the YouTube version of this slim for longer than f- five minutes is probably good. <laughs> but if they skipped ahead to see mm-hmm. how we ended, yeah, they would see that we sucked. That <laughs> I ended on a crappy note. And it's just a black screen or I, you know, I'd put some, you know, thanks for getting this far, you know, just typed in some whatever and tried to make it dance around on the screen and stuff. But yeah, whatever. So we've solved, we solved the length of video problem. Mm -hmm. Got a new camera. Um, The idea is that um, eventually maybe two or three podcasts down the road. Yeah. We might do this live. Yeah. I might, because we'll have that board. So uh-huh. we'll be getting the sound in. We'll be getting the video in. We'll have two cameras, one on you, one on me, one on the guest, one on myself, one on whoever. God. You really need to turn that around because that's like these things are picking up hot yeah. and heavy. That made my ears <laughs> gross out. Um, so with the new board... We'll be able to go live, mm-hmm. and we'll be able to record the video live onto YouTube as we do it, which yeah. might be cooler. Might be pretty cool, yeah. I mean, it might be kind of fun, you know. Might have you know half a person, maybe a maybe a small person, half half person, half yeah. person would yeah. watch. Maybe somebody's like really drunk, and they're like, "What's this?" <laughs> you know, who knows? Anyway, but we'll have the capability of going live. Two of the cameras like this, yeah. we'll be able to switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be cool to have three, obviously, one on you, one on me, and then one on both. Yeah, uh, that would be ideal. So, uh-huh. eventually, right? Eventually, but a big commitment. I just made a five-year commitment to doing this show. Mm-hmm. At least, at least, with that amount of money to buy that board. And new microphones and new booms and a new desk set up. That's the mm-hmm. other thing too is is so we've rearranged all this. Now everybody that's seeing the video yeah. is seeing it from a different angle. They're not yes. looking at my clothes. Now they're just looking at this um this dresser, the edge of the couch, the blinds and us. Yes. So the backdrop isn't necessarily better. It might be a little bit better. But once we move over there yeah. The other side of the room, we'll put up, you know, maybe we'll have something in the background or we'll have some sort of a black curtain, some backlighting, something, yeah. just something that's a little bit more um, appealing for the eye if, if you decided to watch yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's been something that it's been going through my mind, um, I don't know, over the last month. Yeah. You know, I've been constantly thinking, okay... You know, because I've been making YouTube videos. Yeah. 
Have you seen any of them? You haven't watched one? No. You'll watch Clash of Clans for hours. Not hours, actually. I'm I'm barely on YouTube. Hundreds of minutes <laughs> on your phone. At a, not, a, not at one time, but no. over the course of the next two days, you'll watch hundreds of minutes of video game footage. Mm. Or other stupid videos. Yes. And you won't even do your old man a solid. I... <laughs> even if you're just like, Dad, this is really bad. <laughs> that That's just mean. I'm not That's mean. what I need. I'm not mean. I know, but I mean, if I don't care if you were. But you have to see it yeah. in order to tell me how bad it actually is. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So you gotta do me at least a solid. But I'm not mean. That's the thing. I I'm not a mean kid. That's that's what you said it yourself. No, I understand. I'm. You don't have to be mean. You might look at you might look at it and go, "This is awesome." Keep doing this. Yeah. You don't know because you haven't seen any of them, right? No. So what I'm saying is, do me a solid. Go look at them. Okay. And give me your opinion on them. Okay. I know you're not mean, but you could say, Dad, these suck. You need to be more... Remember when we were filming that one in the basement? We were filming like an yeah. Instagram Instagram reel or an Instagram uh, video or live or something mm-hmm. like that. And you were like, you're boring. You need <laughs> yeah. to like spice it up. Yeah. And the next time I came in jumping, remember? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that was it. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. People commented on that one. They're like, hey, we never thought you were, like, goofy. People think I am super stiff. (laughs) I don't know if that's the word. No. You know Brian? Yes. I'm going to have Brian on the podcast. Oh, jeez. I know. It's going to be a good time. That's going to be a rated R podcast. That'll be a rated R podcast. I'll yeah. have to hit the uh, explicit language pod, the explicit language button on that one. Uh, but he likes to say that I'm predictable, <laughs> and I'm. Um, what else does he say? Um, uh, predictable. There's just not a lot. Like you know what you're going to get. I mean, that's what predictable, predictable is, me, yes. essentially the definition of predictable. But and he, the way he says it to me, though, mm-hmm. makes me mad because I know I'm like that. Yeah. But at the same time, that's in a work, that's in a work. A workly manner. A work uh, uh, atmosphere. Of course, I'm going to be predictable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up on time. Probably going to work overtime. Yeah, I'll do whatever it takes to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to complain too much. This is the job. This is what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to do it. Might mm-hmm. as well be me. Um. So, but he, you know, and he's a little bit. Uh, He's a character. He is a character, but at the same time, he's – the interesting part is he's two different people, at least in my opinion. 
I haven't been around him enough. He's the work Brian. But see, the the Brian that you see, yeah. the Brian that he has around you, yeah. that's his work Brian. Oh. He's like that at work. Mm. It's his serious businessman Brian that I like. <laughs> Not that I like. I mean, I like the, the goofball Brian, but I, I like the... Um, uh, businessman. Businessman Brian. Yeah. You know, smart. He's with it. He's witty. He's thinking. He's always... He's always a couple steps ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a pretty intelligent guy. And so I wish more people saw that Brian than the one big goofy Brian. <laughs> you know? But the goofy Brian is pretty fun. Yeah, he's fun. You know? But yeah. anyway, so get back to when he when he would call me predictable and he yeah. would call me, you know, whatever. And then I started telling him that I'm... Uh, that I was uh, that I was loosey goosey, you know. That I was never know what you're gonna get, kind of guy. You know? Never know, never know. And he looked at me when I said that to him. I I said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm unpredictable. I'm not predictable. I am unpredictable." And that I'm loosey goosey, and that I'm like, you know, never know what you're gonna get. And I think I I think I jumped on him at that moment. And then when that was all done. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, you're right. You may be loosey-goosey. But he goes, but I know that you're going to be here tomorrow at 4 a.m. <laughs> Me, I might not make it by 4 a.m. You will make it by 4 a.m. And I was like, you, sir, are correct. <laughs> so that was kind of the just about that so now i mean there's an inside joke that we have kind of still going on about that but but it's calmed down now because he's got a he's got a uh he's got to mind his p's and q's now because i'm his superior but anyway besides that i i know that i'm not i've never always i haven't always been like this yeah i haven't always been like eh, black and white checklist yeah, but it's not even checklist. It's uh I don't know. There's this I have I have routine. a routine. Not even a routine. Man, I would I would I'll sleep in with the best of them if I can. You know, if it was routine, I would be up on Saturdays and Sundays, you know. Yeah, that's that. true. That's true. That's true. You know, but it's it has something to do with um Having this deep uh, inside, I'm I am so scared to disappoint somebody that's counting on me, like my managers or my superiors or the yeah. People. Because you know, when you have the job as a as a mechanic, you're the doer. You know, when you're the yeah. when you're the laborer on a framing crew, you're the doer. Yeah, you're the guy that's getting the job done. Mm-hmm. When you go into a management position, you're not the guy that's getting it done. You're not the guy that they are relying on. You're the guy that the customer is relying on. You're the guy that the people that are having you work for them are relying on. Yeah. So now, you know, in my, in my place now, I have to rely on other people Yeah. to get, to tell me 
what they're going to get done so that I can relay that. And, and that it's, it's in any facet. doesn't matter if it's yeah. airplane building or, or framing houses or doing concrete or, um, you know, making cupcakes at the bakery for a wedding. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You got the baker and you got the bakery owner. The bakery owner takes the order and promises that couple that they were going to have their cupcakes done, arranged, frosted, ready, packaged, delivered on this day. And then that person has to rely on the people that work mm-hmm. for them yep. to make that happen. And that's where, as that person, yeah, I never want to have the person that is, because I understand that side of it, yeah. Even when I was the, the the doer, like, you know, when I was the actual mechanic working on the airplane. Yeah. Well, I, I had already been a business owner. Yeah. I'd already stood stood in front of customers. I'd already stood in front of, I'd already, you know, walked that line and, and, and knew, you know, okay, that person is, is telling the customer that I'm going to, we're going to do this and we're going to have it done on this date. Yeah. So if I let them down, if I'm not on time, if I miss a day, if I call in sick, if yeah. I play hooky, if I want to be lazy that day, if I screwing around or just whatever, yeah. I'm not looking ahead, didn't order my parts, so now the parts are late, so now we're late, so now, you know, all that stuff is always constantly going through my mind. Yeah. And my biggest fear is that I'm going to let somebody down. No, yeah, that that's kind you of. Follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I think, I think everybody has to kind of deal with that, you know. Some people don't. Some people don't give a shit. That's true. There's always the few. Majority of people do not care. They're like, "Hey, I got benefits. I can use them." You know, meaning they have sick time or vacation. Yeah. So if they're late or they miss a day. Don't matter. Eh. They don't feel it. They don't they don't have that like churning ache. You know, that yeah. constant inner inner subliminal pressure on themselves. Yeah. You know? Majority of people do not put that pressure. And and, and I don't like I said, I think that a lot of it comes from and I hate this. I hate it more than anything else because you're in that moment right now where I think a lot of it comes from my childhood. So I never wanted to disappoint my dad. Yeah. Do you feel that way about me? Mm-hmm. You don't want to disappoint me? Mm-mm. That's right. <laughs> but do you feel a pressure? Do I put a pressure on you? This, now we're sports getting... wise, okay. Sports wise, yes. It kind of feels like I have pressure. So, I, like, my job, right, is to play defense. So I'm, I, I try to play defense, right. And then at the same time, I'm trying to play like smart. But at the same time, I'm trying to play defense. You know, defense. I just, it's just pressure. From me though. I don't know. It's just weird. I feel pressure. You didn't even know when I showed up. Yeah, I did. I could tell. Because I, no, I know you so well. You'll just stand off to the side. So I was looking at that gate over there because I knew you'd stand right there. Yeah, I don't want to be around the other parents. I knew you. I know you from heart, Dad. Trust um, me. <laughs> well, and I think that. 
I think that the thing for me, the thing for me is I'll put pressure on you mm-hmm. to do your best. Yeah. If you come off the field and tell me that you did your best, mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. But I also feel like sometimes your frustrations with maybe whether it be teammates or the other team or the referees Mm -hmm. make it difficult for you to put forward your best effort. You get frustrated. Yeah. Normally, since it's kind of lacrosse and it's a physical sport, normally just try and take it out on the field, you know? Get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? That's what I try and do. Yeah, get it out on there. Yeah. But I think, I don't know if you've ever, and I I can't remember how many times I've maybe ever asked you the question. I think that I've asked you a few times, but, you know, where I've asked you said, hey, you know, did, did you put your best effort in today? Yeah. I think every time you've always, there's always been something, you know, well, I mean, I, I was, I did, but, and then this happened. Yeah. And then this happened. It's because, okay, some things just, like, there's always one thing that's, like, specific in a, like, a game or, like, anything Mm -hmm. that stands out and just tips me over the edge of frustration. You know what I'm saying? But to the point of where you don't... I I still try. No, no, no. No, I know you're trying, but are you just, I mean, everything you have, getting moving past that and everything you have? I just try, and then I just kind of... Try and let it go, but still sits on my mind. I mean, just try to get through it. That's all. Yeah, it's all. It's all a mental game, kind of. But so, when you say that you feel pressure from me mm-hmm. in athletics, mm-hmm. is it something that that have I told you what I expect? No, from me. So it's a pressure that you just feel. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, I feel like I should just like, oh shoot, I should go like harder than I can, you know? And it's just like, I feel like I should do better than I actually can. I don't know, it's weird. Huh. Yeah, I, I genuinely don't know. Well, and see, and I, want, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it's something that... Um, if you participate in athletics and you have a dad that's in your life, it's just automatic that you feel pressure from your father. Yeah, because... Unless your father was a doughboy, didn't play sports, yeah, and it... has no idea, Uh huh. and he's just sitting in the stands eating hot dogs. Yeah. Going, hey, that's my boy. <laughs> Problem is I've played sports. Yeah. You know, and I... And I, I screwed up my... Playing sports. I thought about that not too long ago. What? Um, well, I stopped. I was, my best sport was probably baseball pitching. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I screwed that up when I went. I snowboarded, broke my shoulder, couldn't throw anymore. Yeah. That was over. But the very, very, very close second uh-huh. was basketball. I was very good at basketball. Yeah. And... Um, the reason I stopped playing basketball, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of other stuff going on in my life, 
No. At that age. But when I came from middle school, your age, uh-huh. so in 7th and 8th grade, I was the best basketball player on the court. Yep. I held records. I had scoring records. Um, my 8th grade year, like I was telling you earlier, you know, I had my appendix and we were 0-4. And, and then we ended up finishing the season like 5-4 and four and ended up finishing second, you know, in our yeah, yeah. district tournament. So there was a significant... Um, there was a significant increase in the level of play once I joined back with the team after my appendix. Yeah. Meaning that I meant something to the team. I was an important part of the team. Yeah. We started winning. Yeah. When I wasn't there, we weren't winning. So yeah. in your head, you can you can you can put the things together. You know, you can yeah, see. Yeah. So then. You know, and I got I, I got these awards and all this stuff from middle school. And all great, okay, wonderful. So then, when I go to high school, I expected, in my head, yeah. I expected to get approached by the varsity or JV basketball coach. Uh-huh. Nobody ever came and talked to me, and I didn't even get an opportunity to try out for JV or varsity. I ended up playing on the freshman team. Uh huh. It pissed me off, and I felt slighted. Uh huh. I never played basketball again. I played basketball on the freshman team that year. Had a great season. Nobody ever still talked to me from the JV or varsity. Never a hint at possibly bringing me up to see how I do. Hmm. And because of that, I quit. Just out of spite. It's like I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna quit, and I know I'm never gonna play basketball for them again. So out of my attitude, yeah, I screwed up an opportunity for me to. Who knows? I mean, you know, yeah. High school would have been it probably because I never grew anymore. Yeah, but you never know. I could have got better. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. You know, if you if you just keep working, keep practicing. I mean, I shot baskets every day in the rain all summer, all winter. Never matter. We had a sport court when I grew grown up. You know, I'd come in and my hands would be black. You know, my fingertips and my palm right here would be black from dirt. Because right here, you wouldn't touch the ball as much and the water would spray it. And it would constantly be washing it. So when mm-hmm. you're playing out in the rain. Um, yeah, I mean, I shot free throws. I shot three-point. I shot and shot and shot. Shot in the dark. Shot in the light. Shot... I can still shoot a free throw with my eyes closed mm-hmm. just by feel. might take me two or three, but I can two or three yeah. and I'm right on, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, all the, all the rest of the guys went on to play JV, went on to play varsity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and have something to look back at that was um, great memories. Mm-hmm. Me? Nah, I was pissed. You know, stopped playing. So, I don't know. So don't I don't don't feel pressure from me. Alright. Put the pressure on yourself. You know. All I'm looking for is effort. If you're gonna do yeah. something, do it well. Yeah. Or just don't do it. It's the whole objective, right? Yeah. Do it right the first time. Well, you're not gonna do it right the first time in athletics because you don't know what you're doing. Well, yeah, that's true. And this is only your second season. Third, 
but second yeah. season of playing games. Yeah. So you're going to get, you know, better and better and better faster. But uh-huh. there's going to come a point, whether it be next season in high school or whatever, yeah. that, you know, if you like doing it, stick with it, keep practicing. Yeah. You know, and just and keep doing it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't do the things that don't learn from me, you know, mm-hmm. and feel, don't feel pressure, yeah. but know that I want, I, my only requirement is that you put in a hundred percent effort. Yeah. So that's it. And respect the game, respect yeah. the referees, respect the coach, even if they're wrong, even if they're dummies. Yeah. Respect them. Like I was telling you earlier, you know, Mm-hmm. I have no room to talk, whether the coach is doing it right or wrong. No parent has room to talk unless they're willing to volunteer. Yeah, that's true. And do the coaching themselves. Other than that, you keep your mouth shut with the coach. Yeah. You know, whether he's good or bad. He's the one that volunteered. Yeah. Or she, whatever. Yeah, or she. Yeah. Can't forget our women friends. Yes, volunteer for, for sports. God, I'm glad I never had a woman coach. That would have been horrible. Not because they're not, don't know the sport, but because I feel like they... That can be sometimes ruthless, dude. Well, yeah, but, I mean, in a different way. Yeah, it's, like, weird. There's something about a booming, like, just a giant man yelling at you that you're like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Or just a, you know, an authority figure coach yelling. And if if it was if it was a woman, I don't know if it was like, yeah, somebody somebody get her a latte. <laughs> <sighs> oh man! Oh well. Hey, I'm trying to try to stir up some controversy here. You know. Hey, we're at thirty minutes. Can you believe it already? Oh, dude, I don't know how I lasted without twenty nine thirty six. The camera's still on. No way. And it's and it was rolling longer than that. So Ugh. that means that we are finally in business with the camera. Nice. This is fine. Camera's fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Surprisingly. Do um show the camera your shirt, just so you know, if you're watching this on video, this is the only shirt like this in existence. Any longer. Jackson owns the only Industrious Guy t-shirt um, on the planet. Because the uh, the rest of the stock of Industrious Guy t-shirts was stolen in a uh, public storage incident. That uh, they took everything. They took all the mics. They took the equipment. They took the shirts. They took, they took it all. So if you see a homeless man or a criminal, not Jackson... Wearing that shirt, email me at tyler at industriousguy.com and let me know where you saw that because that guy might have my snowboard too. That's right. You lost both your snowboards. He might have a camera too. He Mike. might have two snowboards. He might have a camera. He might have uh, a whole basket full of Industrious Guy <laughs> t-shirts. And uh, he's also going to have some... Uh, uh, some old uh, paraphernalia from my childhood, and um, he's also possibly going to have some baseball cards he might trade with you. Um, what else? 
He should have full complete sets. They came in they're in notebooks. Oh my gosh. So uh twenty years worth of uh baseball card collecting uh this gentleman has or these band of thieves have. Um uh nineteen eighty six, nineteen eighty five through nineteen ninety three full sets. We had some unopened gum boxes as well that could contain some Ken Griffey Juniors. Not sure because they're unopened. Um, so, yeah. So if you see one of these t-shirts, Industrious Guy t-shirt, email me, Tyler, at industriousguy.com. Let me know where you saw him so I can go kick his ass. I have a baseball bat. Jackson's got a baseball bat. I have three, actually. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. It's wrapped? I, I don't know what to say. All right, that's a wrap. This has been the Industrious Guy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Find me at industriousguy.com. Industrious Guy.